what Trump's been able to do is I, I say he's basically did a full hostile takeover of the Republican Party. And I don't think it's even as much about the issues. I think it's about the attitude. and your worldview is getting tinier and tinier and smaller and smaller until you just don't give a crap. Yeah. Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the uh, 157th edition of Fusebox, intoxicatingly entitled Optical Delusions. And I'm your walking softly but carrying a huge uh, subcommittee host, Mark Rose, and over there, arms gesticulating, <laughs> gesticulating wildly. Easy for you to say. Yeah, it was an hour ago. <laughs> As he dominates the many buttons and dials over there. Dominate. That's right. The deacon of dials, Milt Keynes, everybody. <laughs> Thank you kindly. So I guess we should pull the curtain back here a bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, because... Well, as you might have uh, noticed, friends, we didn't begin this episode with a thunderous celebratory cheer commemorating the uh, removal of the orange guy from the White House because, well, we don't know yet. We're recording this before that fateful day, Tuesday, November 3rd, when uh, we will, hopefully, either know or be in the process of knowing who, in fact, is the next president of these United uh, States. Yeah, I'm really counting on a landslide, bro. Well, you know, the, the current polls seem to have uh, indicated that. But uh, as we know, we never know. One thing is for sure, though. Complacency is not an option this time out. You know, I was hearing that there were as much as 20 times the amount of voter activity in a bunch of states. 20 times. Yeah, turnout is uh, looking to be historic this time. Uh, too big to rig, as they say. It, uh, it does look as though uh, there are, uh, were, a boatload of Republicans jumping ship as well, including some uh, 20 former Republican attorneys stating that Orange Guy was a threat to the rule of law. And now all those guys and gals are endorsing Biden. Others realizing that it was uh, probably political suicide to stay with that guy. You think? I mean, you gotta wonder how some of these folks sleep at night. Well, one thing is certainly clear. They were just sloppy as hell in the conceal our true motives department. Orange guy's son-in-law and uh, practicing department store mannequin, Jared Kushner, uh, said of uh, specifically black voters now, quoting, 
President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about. But he can't want them to be successful more than that they want to be successful. Oh, so that's how it works. All you got to do is want it. And just like magic, you get it. See, that's all they were saying. That and that the Black Lives Matter movement is a symbol of hate. That's a direct quote. Yeah, us. there just hasn't been enough vi for those guys. Need a whole lot more just for them. Well, the other, the other thing that uh, struck me when Orange Guy was uh, afflicted with the vi there was that for a moment, just a tiny second there, he became a walking endorsement of socialized medicine. I mean, he 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 got all the treatment he needed, and uh, some of it very experimental, and then was touting how everybody should get this great treatment and how wonderful it was and blah, blah, blah. Well, he just waved a huge flag for the nationalized health care program. Which uh, his plans for, he still has never released. Well, it's kind of like his tax returns. Well, wait now. China has them, evidently. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Another little wrinkle there. Chinese bank account. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, there is such a long list of cagey, some might even say dishonest, <gasps> business deals and more than just shady folks surrounding this guy that, uh, presuming he is now officially a bad memory, oh, let's hope, He's going to be... Well, I mean, he even said at one of his brown shirt rallies that he didn't know what he'd do if he lost the election. Maybe he'd uh, leave the country, he said. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, you know? They already know you're a huge, and you know a lot of people are saying, a major bigly flight risk. Yeah, he's got his own planes, so... Yeah, it's a thing, man. So, friends, the uh, theme for this show is the uh, optics of situations, a term that is and has been very worn, perhaps even worn out, especially in these uh, recent uh, political times of ours. And thus, our secret word for this episode is optics. That's right. Uh, And... uh, Along those lines, there was an attempt, as you probably know, friends, to attack Joe Biden's son with uh, some stories of a mysterious laptop belonging to Hunter uh, being discovered and, and, and containing all this allegedly nefarious information and compromising pictures and so forth. Well, here's the weirdness about all that, whether it's real or unreal or invented or dropped out of the sky. That had about the same effect as the Access Hollywood tapes had on the orange guy. Yeah, zero. Thing is, though, in any period of our uh, political history, both of those things would have caused the ship to sink. You remember Gary Hart? Oh, sure. I mean, the the, the lap scandal. Yeah. You know, some gal. Donna Rice. Yeah, right. Yeah, so she sits on his lap, right? Someone snaps a photo, and, uh, well, that's it. Goodbye, Gary. You're done. Yeah. 
That whole thing was literally the derailment of his presidential aspirations uh, back there in 1987. Uh, Some might argue that it was a a very uh, well-orchestrated derailment. Guess he continued to serve as an envoy to Ireland and a bunch of stuff up until about uh, 2017, it looks like. Wow, really? Yeah, that's what it says here. Well, you know what? That's good, I guess. Uh, Sometimes the optics can be used to make sure that your political career is done. Then you just become a pundit on one of those deep cable news channels. Yeah, there is that. You don't like me, do you? No! TheFuseBoxShow.com So, uh, what the hell is up with Mitch McConnell's hands, bro? Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. What is up with that? There have been some photos recently of uh, old Mitch, and his hands look like he just came back from a bare-knuckle fight with a concrete pylon. They're like all purple and shit. Looks like he's, he's going to burst open or something. Massive. Hematomas, man, like bandages. He says his health is fine. Oh, clearly. Yeah, clearly. Maybe he was just crushing blueberries for a smoothie and something went wrong while his hands were inside the... I'll just put some uh, berries in here. Just some... uh, I'll just put these. These are good. I'll just... I can't eat. Yeah, just I'll just go ahead and get away from the switch there, if you would. Huh. Well, I don't know. But the optics look pretty bad. Yeah, I just love the denial thing. You know, hopefully we can expect to see a whole 47-hour documentary of all the denials from these lying pinheads strung together. (laughs) You want Never Forget? Here. Here is Never Forget. These self-righteous asshats were selling you down the river every damn day. Yeah, could be a Netflix miniseries. Lying Liars That Lie Again, Part 9. I'm sure many of us don't want to be reminded of all the zircon-encrusted BS we've had to uh, endure these past four years. And I'm saying this, praying we don't have some kind of fever dream reenactment coming our way. I don't know. I just got a feeling on this one. Well, I sincerely hope you're correct, sir. I got to say, there is a nation quite fatigued from viri and lies and... Belarus. Saw what you did there. Question is, did they see what we did here? True. Don't do it. Yeah. And uh, speaking of calling a mud shark a mud shark, commentator and all-around clever and insightful guy Keith Olbermann is back on the air with his delightful brand of uh, biting <laughs> social commentary. Now, he was that ESPN sportscaster guy, right? Oh, yeah. ESPN sportscaster turned MSNBC commentator turned sportscaster turned commentator again. Yeah. 
He's on uh, YouTube at present in a format that uh, will not be denied. His latest venture is called The Worst Person in the World. <laughs> He's a sincere hoot, and uh, a link to his channel is, of course, in the show notes down there. I, I think that after um, several incarnations of his editorial shows, uh, he's finally got it to a place that uh, they will not attempt to control his content. That's right, even the YouTube minions certainly haven't uh, as yet, and uh, <laughs> he's got some rather blistering commentary on there, like uh, this little brief excerpt on uh, Vice President Pence. The Vice President of the United States of America should have been arrested Monday in Hibbing, Minnesota, as a serious risk to the public health. The vice president, a direct exposure to multiple persons who have contracted COVID-19, was intending later to go to the Senate for the Supreme Court vote, then he wasn't sure. If he went, he should have been stopped by the sergeant-at-arms of the Senate, if necessary, and detained by Capitol Police for posing the same risk. Mr. Pence, potentially a traveling one-man super-spreader, should have been, if he fulfilled his original schedule, intercepted by district police on the way to the Amy Coney Barrett event at the White House and prevented from entering the grounds. As should the president, who has today abandoned his oath of office, who has made a premeditated decision to not even try anymore to save Americans' lives and health. He has admitted he has been defeated by this virus. Today, he advised Americans, quote, the fake news media is riding COVID, COVID, COVID all the way to the election. Losers. And cases up because we test, test, test. A fake news media conspiracy. Many young people who heal very fast. Corrupt media conspiracy at all-time high. On November 4th, topic will totally change. Vote. Correct. Americans who Donald Trump and Mike Pence have not yet killed should vote next Tuesday. Yeah. Kind of makes them both mass murderers. Well, negligent homicide at the least, right? He's right, too. They have just officially given up. Opting for this uh, herd immunity escape clause, I think. Oh, uh, you know, and, and uh, speaking of that, uh, I read that if this uh, herd immunity thing was to really be the go-to remedy... Yeah. That even with a 1.5% mortality rate, which is a half of what it is at present, evidently, that would be over 600 million folks dead. How exciting! That's getting way closer to the numbers those goose-stepping insects want anyway. Right? That's right. Just keep on marching till you get to those big, shiny... Rotating Knives of Destiny. And then... Sausage time. Probably the only time that the making of sausages was better than the eating. You know? Yeah. Just be another reason to go vegetarian, bro. Yeah. Too far? For who? <laughs> Speaking of human egg rolls, <laughs> these two are uh, back at it again and once again. And again again also indicted. 
Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman have been indicted once more and yet again, this time in Ohio's、uh, Cuyahoga County. The two were indicted on eight counts of telecommunications fraud and seven counts of bribery. So, in the state of Ohio, bribery covers attempts to intimidate or coerce a person not to vote. A recording of the call retrieved by、uh, Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley's office matched a call identically that the two were indicted for allegedly placing in Michigan. Went something like this Hi, this is Tomika Taylor from Project 1599, the civil rights organization founded by Jack Berkman and Jacob Wall. Mail in voting sounds great, but did you know if you vote by mail, your personal information will be part of a public database that will be used by police departments to track down old warrants and be used by credit card companies to collect outstanding debts? The CDC is even pushing to use records from mail in voting to track people for mandatory vaccines. Don't be finessed into giving your private information to the man. Stay safe and beware of vote by mail. <laughs> O'Malley's office、uh, alleges that the duo placed 67,000 calls across Midwestern states. 8,100 calls, prosecutors say, were placed to phone numbers in Cleveland and East Cleveland, both of which. Are in Cuyahoga County. Oh, yeah. Th- these two did the same shit in Michigan. Yeah.、Uh, and, and at that time,、uh, when they were indicted,、uh, they brought a film crew with them and had、uh, fistfuls of $100 bills that they were throwing around as they、uh, turned themselves in, claiming, of course, that they had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Except the, the、uh, robocall delivery company. Had not only、uh, eyewitnesses and signed documents stating that these folks were, in fact, the recipients of the call information. <laughs> well, I think one of them,、uh, Wall, maybe,、uh, he was behind leaking juror questionnaires during the Roger Stone trial. Yes, perfectly normal. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Berkman has the、uh, but stupid distinction. Of staging a fake FBI raid on his own home. The quote, agent, end quote, later said he was an actor who was hired on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the Elliot Ness face mask he was wearing was the dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, <clears throat> these two are、uh, just, they're not exceptions, you know? The optics are shit. Well put. I try. Well, with all the uh, uh, strange court shenanigans going on, you know, like、uh, fast tracking confirmations of Supreme Court justices and、uh, the like, there was a little reported on event that、uh, has some rather huge implications、uh, for another similar case. The、uh, founder of Nixium, Keith Rainier, was、uh, sentenced to 120 years in prison 
for racketeering, sex trafficking, child pornography possession, and other, that's the cue right there, other crimes. Um, as leader of the group, he uh, uh, apparently uh, uh, recruited women as slaves and forced them to have sex with him. Oh, yeah, that was the cult that uh, actor Allison Mack was part of. She got branded or some such shit, right? Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was the custom there. Uh, Mr. Uh, Rainier purportedly would brand certain women with his initials as part of a ceremony. And uh, that was oftentimes filmed for posterity. Uh, another high-profile member was Claire Bronfman, the heiress to the Seagram's empire. What the hell, man? What is it about all these wealthy wackos and this sleazy shite? I- I'd say most of it. It's just because they can, you know? Crazy. They have kids involved in this thing? Well, he was convicted on a number of charges, and one was possession of child pornography. So I guess it kind of fits. I'm not sure what that actually related to. But according to Nixium's tagline, the organization is, quote, working to build a better world. Certainly a better world for Keith. (laughs) Uh, It says it has worked with uh, more than 16,000 individuals and operates centers across the U.S., Canada, Mexico, and Central America. Well, uh, I know in at least one of those uh, instances, a uh, client or member or who the hell knows, was the son of the president of Mexico. Oh, I see where you're going. Ghislaine Maxwell and that uh, Jeffrey Epstein guy. Yeah, precisely. They gave old Keith here 120 years. What the hell are they going to throw at Ghislaine? <laughs> Who uh, pretty much was the uh, second in command of that sleazy weasel Epstein and uh, all his fun and frolics. Well, how about two million years? Yeah, you just uh, keep digging her up and putting her back in a cell. Works for me. Yeah. You know, and it's also interesting to note that both of these cases were kind of emerging in the public uh, arena there around the same time. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's trial begins in March of next year. If she makes it. Well, there is always that. I, I just hope it really does come to trial. There are going to be so many famous heads that will roll. Yeah, that's just it. You think they will allow that? I guess, uh, in some way, it depends on who's in the White House. Because the optics will, in many ways, drive the outcome of a lot of these things. Well, you know, weather's getting cooler, friends. And maybe you're saying to yourself, you know... A nice, toasty fire in the old fireplace there would just hit the spot. And I don't know about you, but whenever I get the hankering for a fire, I reach for that well-seasoned, old, dried-out chicken and throw it in. What the fuck, man? (laughs) Not, Not to worry, Mr. Keynes. The chicken of which I speak is, of course, that perennial favorite, the KFC 11 Herbs and Spices Fire Log. 
Yes. I'm not pulling all of your legs here. It's made for fireplaces, fire pits, wood stoves, and will make your home smell like greasy fried chicken. Don't you love that? Huh? Are you shitting me? A fire log that smells <laughs> like fried chicken? <laughs> yep. The very same. Like one of those uh, particle and uh, glue concoctions you can buy, right? Like Duraflame or whatever. Just so. And uh, like those other logs you just mentioned, uh, these two will uh, burn up for a reported uh, three stinky hours and is made from 100% recycled... Chicken parts. Well, no, 100% recycled materials, although they don't say precisely what materials... But uh, I guess it retails at about $15.98 here in the U.S., and I presume that is for a box of uh, four or six or so. Well, you better hope it's not for one, because if it was, it'd be cheaper to burn the chickens. <laughs> yeah, I'm not certain, but we here at Fusebox do not in any way endorse the burning of chickens for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> And uh, with that deep-fried notion, we'll uh, take our greasy eye charts and mirrored sunglasses and skulk back to the abandoned refrigerator from whence we came, but not before thanking our contributors to this edition of uh, the show, Sabra May, and a heads-up, friends, to uh, catch the new Keith Olbermann show, The Worst Person in the World, Streaming now on uh, YouTube, right this very second. Well worth the time. And uh, thanks as well to the always overprepared and underpaid abilities of the vizier of volume, Milt Keynes, for uh, technical assistance and so forth and so on. Pleasure as always. I'm counting on us that we all did the right thing so I don't have to move to like Obscuristan or someplace. Hopefully not. They probably wouldn't let you in anyway, though, you know, because of the viri. I'll sneak under the barbed wire. Thanks as well to you, friends, for uh, bravely pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. We know there's a lot vying for your time. So we uh, certainly and sincerely appreciate you uh, beating yourself over the head with some stray KFC chicken logs to make the experience more enriching. And uh, when it stops hurting, you might want to just go ahead and uh, subscribe to this fine program if you have not otherwise done so at wherever you have found us, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the now uh, almost nearly famous Amazon Podcasts, and uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and, uh, of course, the very OnSug itself at O-N-S-U-G dot com. Greatly appreciated. I have been your optically challenged, but seeing through you anyway, host, Mark Rose, saying, uh, until our next cartoon. Fuse box.